Hey, it's Selena. And this is Paul. And we are the creative team behind Bruce Fest. And we're here to invite you to join us for virtual Bruce Fest on March 24th. Featuring a masterclass on acting with Bruce Campbell himself. Interactive events, live guests, and lots of spooky surprises. And an online immersive game continuing the story of the Bruce Fest universe. Do we dare call it the Bruceiverse? <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Uh, also, we just wanted to really reach out to the community to tell you guys how much we love you and how much we appreciate your passion for Bruce Fest and also how much we miss you. Yes, we've definitely missed you a lot. We've all been wanting to get together. So this is our way of reconnecting and moving Bruce Fest into the future. Join, Join us March 24th for virtual Bruce Fest. See you there. For more information, visit brucefest.co. Brucefest is not affiliated with Smart. Rolling. Uh, rolling on the... The fuck is that? What was that? Snapchat. Oh, Jesus. Get that shit out of here. It's bad for your fucking brain. You are listening to a Cult Talk Network podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cult of Campbell, or rather, Cult of Campbell versus Ash versus Evil Dead. I am Ian. I am Ben. And we are here to talk about uh, season one, episode eight, Ashes to Ashes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was directed by Tony Tilsey. Tony Tilsey. Til- or Tilsey. I don't know how to say that, and it was written by Michael J. Bassett. That one was way easier. Michael J. Bassett. It originally aired December 19th, 2015. 19th? All right. Yeah. So this uh, this was a bit of a filler episode, but I think it was a better filler episode sure. last time. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, obviously, it, you can get filler episodes are not by themselves a bad thing. It just depends on what you do with them. And if, right, yeah. if you're going to do a filler episode set entirely in like the classic location for which Evil Dead is known, the novelty of that by itself is going to buy you a lot of leeway in a filler episode. Right. Yeah. And then they definitely went above and beyond. I think. So not only is this a filler episode, but I can honestly say, and boy, this isn't going to make me sound bad. This is by far my most favorite episode of the entire show. Is there a particular reason? There is. Okay, we'll find out, I'm sure. There is. Stay tuned. <laughs> Grab your boomstick and fire up the Delta. It's time for ACTION. The Cult of Campbell. Groovy. And if you're lucky a little later, I'll let you play with my food stick. So, all right. We pick up mostly where the last episode Actually, I think exactly where, because it ended on that really beautiful, like, sunlit shot of the yep. classic cabin. Yep. And on this one, it, it opens up to Ash walking through the woods yep. onto it and discovering a dead bird. Yeah. He he walks up to the dead bird. He sees the cabin. It's lit the same way. There's some dramatic music playing, kind of, you know, this is the first time he's been back to the cabin. And he picks up the dead bird. And he says, sorry, Tweety. Then, nothing, oh, nothing lives here. Yeah. Nothing lives here. And then, or everything dies here. I can't remember what it is. Something. Something like that. 
but then it turns out to be a dead eye bird. Dead eye bird. Fucking wings it against a tree and splatters and it. Explodes. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's fucking hilarious. God damn it. I laughed so hard watching that. So the dramatic music never cuts. So then he goes back to walking dramatically up to the cabin. And it does this nice little kind of, it shows us like, hey, we've taken the time and the energy to make sure that everything's here. You've yep. got the girlfriend's grave with the cross. Yep. You've got the swinging fence. Yeah. Yeah. The chair hitting the wall the or the, the bench. Or, yeah. yeah. Not the swinging fence. The swinging uh, swing. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so the swing, yeah, the swing is moving. Everything yes. is as you remember it. Nothing has changed since the last time he was here. Yes. So they did an excellent job with the sets. It is like, I mean, I didn't see a direct comparison. Obviously, we didn't watch these things side by side, but like it, it's pretty much exactly like they were in the first two Evil Dead movies. Like yeah. All the and in my opinion, you can definitely see where the money went. This is. Yeah. The graphics are better, the color is sharper. Like they definitely mm. this this setting is definitely where most of their budget probably went. Yeah, as well as should. Like, I th- yes, I I think so. If yeah. You, they you, definitely you, they definitely did right by recreating the old Evil Dead set. Oh, for sure, yeah. If you fuck this set up, you're in trouble. Right, yeah. So he's walking uh, through and he sees all the different things and he- Yeah, he's walking through. It's a nostalgia trip. Uh and then Amanda shows up. Which I distinctly remember at the end of the episode, they didn't know how to get to the cabin. They were like, where's this cabin? And then Yeah, and she was still standing there, so I have no idea how she able how she followed him. Because she was... Right. Yeah. yeah. So, But regardless, they somehow caught up. So they split up, and Amanda found him. And then Kelly and Pablo don't do a lot in the episode. They're walking through the woods, and they meet three Australian hikers, and that's kind of it. Yeah, and they, they have a misunderstanding about the firearms, and then they get yeah. directions to get them to the place and then that's pretty yep. much it and the blonde one likes pablo even though yeah pablo yeah. has no idea because because <laughs> he's simping hard for kelly although i will say the blonde australian chick is samara weaving and like she's my celebrity crush i like samara weaving i, I mentioned in the watch along she's in uh ready or not which is a really good movie i really like that movie so uh and she's hugo weaving's daughter which is an just, interesting yeah. yeah i don't know if i knew before i knew she was his daughter. I don't know if I knew Hugo Weaving was Australian. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he seems yeah. like he, he definitely seems like he should be a UK or that's, I think what I always thought, but it's just because he does voices in movies and stuff. I don't know yep. if he's ever done an Australian accent in a movie that I've seen. I know. Can you imagine like uh, Agent Smith with an <laughs> yeah. Australian accent? You're the one, Neo. Yeah. Mr. Anderson, we've oh, been watching boy. you for quite some time. Mr. Anderson, you're the one. I'm here to kill you because you're going to fucking destroy the computer that I live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, oh, that's we're going to get, we're going to get barbecued for that one. <laughs> that's a, that's a tangent. I, I don't know if we have any Australian listeners yet, but I'm just going to go ahead and say sorry for that one. Yeah. We know, we know that that is not <laughs> how you guys sound. Crikey. Crocodile Dundee. All right. So <laughs> cockatoo, kangaroo, barbecue. I got to stop. Right, I'll, right, I'll right, at least, right, I'll, right. I'll throw them a bone. So apparently like the whole shrimp on the Barbie thing is not like they very rarely uh, barbecue shrimp. And when they do, they're called prawns. It's much, if we were going to do a more accurate, it'd be like throw another sausage on the Barbie. Yeah. Sausage on the Barbie. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. It Moving on. Good. Ass versus right. the evil dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. All right. So anyway, so there's a whole B plot. 
that we cut back to sometime, but mostly we are yeah. at the cabin. With it's Amanda purely, Irish. it's not, it's yeah. a non sequitur. There's yeah. absolutely no reason for that to be in there other than to remind us those characters are there. Right. Which yeah. is fine. Sometimes yeah. you have to do that. And, and those Australian characters come back, so it set them up, but it wasn't. Yeah. The the show didn't show much of it because we it didn't did, need to see much. Yeah, of it was it. like, guys, yeah. we're not overly explaining this. Right, yeah. Although I wonder why they picked Australian. Yeah, I don't know. It seems a little random that they're just in the middle of the woods and I is it Tennessee where this is set? Or no, it, it's set in Michigan. They Michigan. Shot in Tennessee, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a little random, but that's fine. I mean, this, this yeah, whole show sure. is, can, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, tourists. I get it, but yeah. I just wonder why Australian. Right. It's like go to Yosemite. That's that's a lot better. <laughs> But anyway, we need to stop talking about Australia. This place like apparently sucks us in. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It's going to be like a 50 minute fucking episode talking about a 20 minute show. So anyway, so Ash and Amanda meet up and he tells her to stay in the cabin because he's going to go get yeah he, something out of the work shed. Yeah. A crowbar because oh, they right, got to yeah. they got to pry oh, the chain yeah. off the door. Right. Right. The, to the basement. And yeah, he wants her to, he wants her to uh, stay in the cabin and watch over the Necronomicon. Yeah. He also explains like it's also because there's a piece. There's a piece of my ex-girlfriend still in there and it you just don't want no part of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said. And then he explains the whole process of how he fucking killed her. Well, yeah, he kind of. Yeah. He explains almost the whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Had a hell of a bod, though. Banging bod or whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes out to the workshed to get the crowbar, and the door slams shut. He sees her her skull skull in the vice still. Right. Gets the crowbar. Yep. Gets the crowbar, and then it continues to cut back and forth between Ash and Amanda. But basically, what happens with Ash is he he's trying to break his way out of the workshed, and he keeps talking to her head. And she's taunting him and stuff, as deadites are known to do. And when he was out in the shed, we saw that the hand was crawling through the walls, and, oh, and it, it was, was growing. growing another ash. Yeah, and like a gross eye popped up at one point. Yep. Yeah, everything, it, really what happens to Ash in the work shed is just him trying to get out, and then those saw blades start flying at him. Yeah, it's as, not, as yeah. his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend shit talking to him. Right, which sounds really underwhelming, but they obviously did it very well. Yeah, it feels it feels very much like Evil Dead 2. That, that yeah, kind of yeah. descent into madness, like things yeah, are right, overtly yeah. crazy because things are just going to be overtly crazy. Right, like you're talking to your girlfriend's severed head. It's going to get weird. Uh, so inside the cabin, Ash shows up, and we know that this is an Ash because last we saw him, he was still stuck in the work shed. So he shows up and then he starts flirting hard with Amanda and he's like, let's just get out of here. Like, uh, you know, it's easier to run and blah, yep. blah, blah. And of course, and she's, as usual, she's just like turning into like yeah. melted butter has, over this. Has, him in, has her in the palm of his hand. Which is an ironic turn of phrase. Right. Because at one point they, they actually kiss. Yep. Uh, and then she realizes that he has his severed hand back and it's all disgusting and rotted looking. Yep. And then it comes out that this is not the real ash. This is the ash that grew out of the severed hand. So, and so they start to fight. Yep. They start fighting, which they're doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like the choreography was pretty good. It was like, like it, it was a brutal brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't very refined. Yeah, exactly. And she gets a butcher knife, and in the process, she ends up re-severing his hand. And then she she just yeah, segments she, she, that motherfucker on yep, out. Yep, dices it up, 
Which <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. So the hand has been a character in right. the Evil Dead series for a while. And I don't, I'm assuming that that's that thing's final hurrah, that it's dead now. Like that, that I remember. That the hand, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know how I feel about her getting that kill. Well, I feel, I don't know. It should be, I feel like at, if that thing is finally gone, finally gone, I feel like it should have been Ash. Yeah, that probably would have fit but, more. But, but all, it, it would have fit more, but also it doesn't bother me that much because one of the ways I'm kind of okay with a new character pulling off something major is if they do it and then immediately pay for it. Which happens because it, the, his stump is bleeding and he's like, oh, I'm all better. Like, you got it. Good job. And then, then she takes that. It was a, it was a cleaver, wasn't it? Yeah, a big cleaver. Yep. She takes that motherfucker right to the shoulder. Yeah. Shoulder, side of the neck. Yeah, because he, he kind of has her. She's like not sure. And then he's yep. like, good thing I still have my other hand. And he gets it away from her and boom, right, right between the neck and the shoulder. That, just that, chops yep. down hard. Yep. And then she's she's bleeding bad. And then he gets the upper hand, pun intended, and slams her down on Onto. the mounted deer head. Yep. And impales her on the Just like her arm. partner was. Ooh. It was fucking brutal. It was. And yeah. I loved every minute of it. Because <laughs> you fucking hate that character. I do. And I I will I, I will pay a compliment before I shit that she did the death scene very well. She Yes. It was a did. it was a very good like you felt that this character was dying. She portrayed yeah. it very well. She didn't like put on this this super brave face where it's like, I'm not afraid of death. Right. So it's not the it's I, I hate the character and it's not the actress's fault. I think she's she has done fine. Sure. Yeah. It's just like like when you don't like, like the way she's written. Right. Like when that ash is like, let's just leave and let's just run away. Like even though through the rest of the series we've seen her just be like a stickler, like I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna take it down. Right. She starts to like melt with minimal resist. She's like, no, we can't. We shouldn't. Right. Yeah. And it's just like it was a weird character turn. It was like, no, you would be like, no, we have to see. Yeah, you. and like, but they do that died. shit with her. They did that shit with her all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm more than happy to see this character exit. Like Pablo's indecisive, and that's fine because he seems to be that way. But she's indecisive without ever acknowledging because their character writing, yeah, is because a they inconsistent or more inconsistent than Pablo. Yeah. yeah so I yeah, yeah, I am thrilled to see her exit <laughs> stage left. Wait, which I fair enough. And then Evil Ash walks in and he gets into a brawl with ash and i don't remember exactly what happened but ash loses his mechanical hand in the fight, um, real ash i think it actually just rips it off yeah yeah i didn't remember the exact setup but yeah they so they are both de-handed with freshly bleeding stumps and they get into a fight and then e evil ash Runs scurries off and then pablo and kelly finally fucking show up and burst in and they're um, they're wanting to like I'll tell you what I will be so pissed off if if they extend this whole like Ash what did you do I'm like you guys know goddamn good and better than this yeah I don't think they do I, don't I they better sure. they sure no, as hell better not I'm pretty sure they catch on pretty quick and that's like, good oh, because shit. they because they especially Kelly is smarter than this oh, right exactly but yeah so they bust in and he's. Ash is trying to explain. He's like, I didn't do this. I mean, I did do this, but it wasn't me. There's another me. And they're just like, what the fuck? What do you mean? And then he runs off to find evil Ash. And they get into a really yeah. fun, a really fun and great fight scene. Where yeah. Like, like narratively, I don't know why Kelly and Pablo weren't right behind didn't him. Show up right behind him. But it doesn't fucking matter. Cause we have a really excellently shot choreographed and acted scene 
Bruce Campbell acting off of himself as both versions of Ash. And they are calling their shots. They know it, oh they God, know exactly so like what funny. the weak spots of Ash are. Yeah, because real Ash, or, or well, evil Ash is like, I'm just like you in every way. And he goes, oh, every way? Then that means you got to trick me. And he hits him in the knee and he falls down. Evil Ash goes, ah, my trick me. <laughs> then he's like, how about your false trick. teeth? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they, they just keep beating on each other. And then real Ash is like, soft balls. And he <laughs> kicks him in the Yeah, throat. we're like, well, that's. I mean, that it's not an Ash specific one. <laughs> How many people have Ash met that have hard balls? Right. Because a lot of the episode was fairly dramatic. Like, yeah, but that one was yeah. just like. Because <laughs> the stuff with, with his ex-girlfriend's head, or well, he keeps saying my ex-girlfriend, with Linda's head is like, it's not super emotional. No, they play it. Played they, serious. It's played yeah, they straight. play it slightly yeah. disgusting when she's offering to give him a blowjob. Right. But the, it's not yeah. it's not overtly funny. Yeah, it's mostly like he's not laughing. He's like, what the, like, this fucking sucks. And then the stuff with Ash and Amanda inside was played more as drama. Like, their fight wasn't like a goofy fight. But in classic Ash versus Evil Dead fashion, the end of the episode has to be Ash fighting Ash with a bunch of goofy quips and fucking yep. moments. And then, uh, and then it leaves off. It leaves off on like a cliffhanger. Yes, it does. With them fighting, yeah. So with that out of the way, let's find out what our ratings are. Boom. Shop smart. Shop smart. And we're back. And we're back. All right. So yeah, I I didn't talk about the last episode you and Tyler did, but I was sitting here watching with it with you guys. And sure. I understand the the filler. Kind of, it wasn't a, a very good filler episode, like comparatively. Like I liked some of the action scenes, and and Dead Eye Lem was really good, but it it was just there a was a lot episode. of middling. Yeah, so this was also a filler episode, mostly, but like pretty damn good. I thought it was really great. Yeah. So what out of a five? What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it four Australians out of five. I think I'll too give it four barbecuers. <laughs> Full shrimp on the barbie. No, it's sausages. Sausages on the barbie. There We're going to go. grill them. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I really enjoyed I enjoyed this episode a lot more. It was, the, so what keeps it from being a five is the fact that it's, at the end of the day, it's still a filler episode. Sure. Yeah. It's like there were plot developments at the Liter- very end. Literally the furthest there. development besides the death of Amanda. The mm-hmm. furthest thing they, they were able to do in this episode was Ash got a crowbar out of a shed right yeah so so there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of plot pushing for me to like rate this as a great episode but there was a lot of good stuff in this yeah and the cabin yeah. looks great yep. the fight between ash versus ash was great uh the fact that amanda's no longer off the show automatically gave it two points for me <laughs> um the fact that they did it in a brutal fashion gave it an extra half a star mm. and the fact that she pulled it she pulled it off well you know right yeah farewell to bad rubbish but you pulled that ending off very well Madam. right yeah all in all, good episode. I I, I think so. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this. You can follow us on our social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram and other stuff at Cult Talk Net. We're on YouTube at Cult Talk Net. I'm still alone on Reddit at r slash Cult Talk Net. Please, please, please give me company. <laughs> uh, you can find Cult of Campbell uh, every Monday. Uh, you can find Cult Talk's weird shit every other Tuesday. So, yeah, come check us out, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this, I've been Ian. I've been Ben, and come join us for our 13 days of Halloween. Oh, yes, 13 days of Halloween. Uh, we are going to be talking not just 
Bruce Campbell, not just weird shit. We're going to be talking all kinds of stuff. We're going to be debuting a new podcast. I won't spoil what it's about yet until we're ready to announce it. But if if we've already announced it, it's you it's know out what there. I'm talking about. It's yeah. out there. <laughs> so, But I don't believe we have. I don't believe. So. Well, I don't know when this is going to air. So maybe by this time, people already know about it. And we're just teasing something that people are like, yeah, we fucking know. But anyway, so we're debuting a new podcast. We're doing tons of weird shit. We're doing some Cult of Campbell. We're talking about just some horror movies that we love. Thanks, Shy. <laughs> so, anyway, I have been Ian. I have been Ben. And this has been Cult... Fuck! This <laughs> This has been Cult of Campbell. Versus Ash versus Evil Dead. And stay groovy. Stay groovy, guys. Never fuck with the game. That's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks.